Sam looks satisfied this morning, Joe. Do you notice that? That's nice. I think it's because you, better than you, yesterday. you replaced the uh, little double shot coffee thingy that he likes with... Well, you took one, right? I didn't she, mean she took to mine and accidentally drank, it. drank his yesterday. Well, I drank it Friday, and then you were looking for it yesterday. Yeah. And then you threw a little bit. I was kind of scared to tell you that. I'm sorry, but it was my mistake. We bring those sometimes, too. I thought it was mine. It was delicious. Well, but I brought the one sound of satisfaction. There you go. There's a new one. Yeah. Jody replaced it. Do you sip it? That is or a you, coffee, by the way. Yeah, an iced coffee. <laughs> do you sip it or do you down it? Um, I big sip it. Yeah. I mean, it'll be gone. These are tiny They're cans. tiny. I try to sip those because the first time we ever discovered those, I will never forget this. It was Christmas time. I was wrapping Christmas presents, Murphy. I don't know if you remember this, but I you had bought some and we were at home and I was wrapping presents and I thought they were so delicious. I didn't even pay attention to what it said. I didn't pay attention to the words double shot. Mm-hmm. And so I liked it so much. I had a second one. Oh, I was did on you really? four shots of espresso wrapping Christmas presents like this. <laughs> and oh, I was feeling es- fabulous and I had quite a crash. Espresso yeah. and cream. Yeah. Man, it tastes even better than the regular ones. So good. What do you mean regular ones? They all have that. Oh, they all have cream? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I bought some that just say vanilla or mocha. Or maybe I'm thinking of the You're buying can. something else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, they're delicious and I'm so sorry. That I drank yours, so there you go. Yeah. I almost brought yeah. you a whole pack. I think Sam's over it now. Yeah. yeah. Probably all good now. After all these years of working together, this is the only time I've ever, ever accidentally eaten something of yours. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I really, really you Give me about 30 minutes. I'll be bouncing. <laughs> okay. Um, Coming up, I want to talk about, and we'll talk with producer David about his eye and why I have not been able to look at him in well, the eye what's weird is much. I, I didn't notice that because the way that David sits in here, he's kind of behind Sam, so mm-hmm. I didn't see yeah. this until we, we were face-to-face. I'm like, wow, Whoa. what happened? Yeah. yeah. Do I say anything? He's getting um, some help with it, so we'll, Good. we're going to talk it's about boogie. that. Um, also, in your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning, we were all so excited about the Stranger Things 2, season 2 trailer. Mm-hmm. There's one piece of Stranger Things news you guys may have missed Got it for you next. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys hear about the Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie that was released yesterday? It, it was, you know, sold to the public as a movie, The Rock and Siri. But it was, as soon as I heard the word Siri, I thought, this is an ad. And it certainly was. Hey, Siri, read my schedule. You have 25 appointments at 7.15. Oh, look. 7.20. 7.20. You're on the telly. With so many projects in the works, it seems like Dwayne Johnson can't possibly take on any more. Oh, that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> so he goes around. He gets everything done. Wait, with thanks going, to the help buddy? of Siri. He, yeah. goes, he flies a plane to Rome. He's painting hey, there. He Show comes back. He does movies. Place. He does everything. Wow. He's trimming bonsai trees. Boy, Siri He's, makes miracles happen. Yeah. Right. And it's, you know, it was like the, a movie, but that was part of the marketing job. Of course, it's an ad. And remember, Man, I could see a whole line of those. They could get J-Lo to do one, you know, Ooh, busy and Seacrest. That would be cool. And, they really spent some time on it. It looks like a major motion picture, and it's a commercial. Yeah. It's a competitive world between, you know, Android and iPhone. And mm. so I don't even know if the Android voice actually has a name. Honestly, I mean, I know that Bixby is supposed to be the new assistant inside of the Samsung phones, but like That's the Google that is, Google the voice keeps... itself, she's nameless, right? She just has a no. sound, but no name. 
I don't remember. I don't either. I, don't I mean, I use, use her all those. the time. I don't use those inferior products. Oh, right. Okay, Sam. Okay. Um, we talked about also Comic-Con and all the great trailers, and we fell in love with the Stranger Things 2 trailer, well, season 2 trailer. Yeah. You like the fact that Barb was at Comic-Con, didn't you? Yeah, she was, and they <laughs> took some jabs at her, of course. I was wondering if Barb is going to be in season 2. <laughs> Yeah, I can answer that. No. <laughs> that was on the Stranger Things panel. Of course, if you haven't seen the trailer, go see the trailer. It is super great and scary. But well, actress- if you haven't seen season one, you should see it. Oh, too. my gosh. If you're a fan and a child of the 80s, it's Man. all the retro references. It's, it's for you. It's, it's a little freaky, but it's a great show. It's great on its own, too. It's not just a throwback. It's oh, not I just agree, if you want to go back in time. It's, it's funny. Uh, our, our daughter Taylor was into it before Jody and I were. Right. Yeah. Um, the actress's name is Shannon Purser. She also got an Emmy nomination. Did you realize that? For her guest starring appearance on Stranger Things. Oh. Isn't that hmm. cool? She's going to be at the Emmys along with everybody else from... Um, Stranger Things, they got like 19 nominations, including Best Drama against shows like Better Call Saul mm-hmm. and Westworld and This Is Us. Well, she better enjoy it because she's not coming back. She knows she's not coming back. <laughs> Emmy Awards happen on CBS in September, hosted by Stephen Colbert. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, David, um, we've got to talk about your eye. And I haven't been able to really look you in the eye for a couple of days. Well, maybe a week. Well, I only got one good one. So Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's going on with David's eye coming up next? Coming up next hour, Jody has a sweet story of how a mom reacted to, well, I guess many moms would react to this kind of a mess. Probably mess. not such a good way, right. Mm-hmm. But this one was a real sweetheart, and that's coming up next hour. Um, Producer David, Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about your eye finally. I don't think the guys have noticed it as much as I have, maybe because I'm eye weird, but Producer David's eye has been way messed up for (laughs) uh, at least a week. Oh, yeah. It's been a good two weeks for sure. I've never worn my glasses this long before. I've always worn my contacts, but I can't now because of the situation. Well, I feel silly. It really, I guess we were on vacation the first week it happened. Uh Is that why? Yeah. And so we were midweek back before I realized, wait. Because I either only weird. saw you from the right side or from behind <laughs> Sam's head. Yeah. My Did you notice head. it, Sam? Oh, yeah. I can't quit staring at it. Thanks. I, d- <laughs> I can't stare at it. Okay. But what's funny is that, David, you put off going to the doctor about it. <laughs> Well, so what, what, happened, thing. what happened though? I mean, do you not know because you haven't gone to the doctor? I'm not sure exactly what happened. I went to a wedding two, three weeks ago, and then when I put in my contacts, my left eye was just burning so much, and I was like running late, like I didn't have time to mess with. it. I was like, all right, just suck it up. And you left it in. I left it in. It was Ugh. fine. So I was there all night, and then you know, party. Yeah, party. And the next day, I took. I didn't sleep in my contacts. I took them out when I got home. But the next day, I woke up, my eye was just puffy and could not stop watering, and like I, it just keeps crying. Not like uh. I'm in pain crying, but just. Because right. there's so much fluid, just keeps you know, yeah. What's funny hurts. to me is that the reason you have not had the appointment yet is because you needed, you wanted to wait. <laughs> this is so cool to me. Your mom's a doctor, yeah, and she lives a couple of hours away. Uh huh. And I would do this too. You like to run it by your mom before you go to the doctor. Well, yeah, she's, I totally she's, would do she's that. She's been my doctor my entire life, so I mean, I could go here, but it's like, all right, why go and you know spend the money, go through the hassle of that when it could be? I didn't know if it was an easy fix or just some drops or what. Right. I didn't know your so, mother yeah. was a doctor. Isn't that oh, me cool? either. What kind? Yeah, it's family practice. Oh. Boom, everything. And yeah. well, the problem is it's kind of spoiled me. I feel like now yeah. that I'm an adult, so now like I actually do have to go see another doctor. Like I'm, you know, I've left the nest out of school. Like I don't yeah. see her anymore. But you can always get a second opinion. It's such an from easy mom. thing to you know give a call. Call and be like, hey, here's my 
you know, symptoms. What do I have? Did you tell her you were coming with some eye goo? Yeah. Close. Okay. <laughs> so what did she say? She says it looks like a, bl- a busted blood vessel and she has the drops that I could take. Oh. But I already scheduled an, uh, an eye doctor here in town for tomorrow. Excellent. And so she told me just to wait because she didn't want to put me on something and then have the eye doctor right. either put me on something Man. else or what. Because there's different types of treatment I could have. Sure. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm out to figure out how you busted it. That's what I'm, yeah, that's the only thing I don't know. It's Party. Mm-hmm. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So Jody and I crammed oh, about nine hours worth of TV into four nights last week. <laughs> I will say that I'm a little OJ'd out, but um, we finally, Murphy and I, we finally finished watching The People versus O.J. Simpson, which was that award-winning yeah. um, American crime story. You're losing control. This is a fiasco. You're afraid there are going to be more riots. This has got to stop. I deserve to get hurt. Choose a side. That was you know, so well It was unbelievably too. well done. I had trouble getting over the John Travolta part first. Uh, yeah, his face, the way he, yeah. You know and, what? John Travolta Ross, wasn't the hardest one for me. It was Ross. It was Kardashian. Mr. Mr. Kardashian, played by... David Schwimmer Robert from Robert Kardashian. Because you were expecting Ross? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, but it was, it was a well-done well series. And Jody and I went straight from that into the ESPN documentary from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, which OJ is OJ Made in America. Yeah, just under nine hours. I had seen bits and pieces of it when it debuted, and mm-hmm. I knew how great it was, and I really thought that Murphy would like would, would want to watch it. If you were a football fan in the late 60s, and someone said to you, do you remember The Run? It was just one run. Back Sam, have you that seen this? Have you watched any of it? No, I haven't. I watched the other one. I didn't I didn't watch the ESPN one. I'm gonna tell you watch the it, other show. it absolutely is one of the best documentaries oh I've gosh. ever seen in my life. And the reason for that is, you know, it, it obviously it's one of the most polarizing stories of all time. I think always and, will be. And it tackles all angles. Uh, it, uh, tackles. Nah, I didn't mean to be funny. <laughs> it really it does is, not it, leave a stone unturned. They discuss things that you didn't even... I have a friend who is obsessed with it. Her name is Meredith. <laughs> she's obsessed with the case. Yeah. She still is to this day, and she learned stuff she didn't know. Huh. And she's read every single book. Right. And just the pacing of it, too. Didn't you find that you'll have a little bit about what was going on in Los Angeles? Or you'd have a little bit from the 60s, and mm-hmm. then they would switch to something else that was important. Yeah. You know, it's so well made. It was the perfect balance. And our friend Clay Young had told me a year ago that I had to watch this. Yeah. yeah. And it's because it tells the story of what was going on in America. It gives you timeline. It sets up everything. And painstakingly, they went through archival footage to tell the story. Mm-hmm. So the story... You know, tells itself also with the as everything unfolded over the years at the beginning of his career. You know, up to most obviously it ended last year, so it didn't end with the parole, but it ended with you know what happened in Vegas. Right, right. But it was just, I mean, it was a roller coaster ride. It was of just a documentary, so long. But, but so well done. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I want to tell you, it's like an appreciation for the hard work that somebody put into this right. director. As you know, is Emmy nominated for it. Um, I think it won an Oscar. I think it won an Academy Award. I mean, Oscar. Yeah. You're right. It was Oscar or was it nominated. nominated. It was yeah. Nominated. Right. So we we're done with that. I think we might not watch any TV for a while. <laughs> Coming up next, David's got the producer's mailbag. Yeah, Garrett wants to clear up a huge misunderstanding. Standing one of you has about Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. excellent. We love hearing from you. In fact, join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or you can reach out on Instagram or Facebook. The Producer's Mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, Jody, yesterday in one of your Hollywood Outsiders, you revealed that the author of Game of Thrones, George R.R. R. Martin, will be releasing new books. 
Yeah, Within he said year? it was trending this weekend that he's releasing another book, Winds of Winter, mm. in 2018, and possibly even another one later in the same year. So oh. two more books coming soon. After the Winds of Winter. That's right. Well, then, Murphy, you mentioned that something about HBO might have to change things because he's making new books, and, you know, they're going to add new seasons or add some stuff to it. Well, yeah, right. I mean, I was all confused. I thought the book series was done. HBO said, no problem, we'll continue on. Ah, well, Garrett is going to explain things to clear things up for you. Yay, okay. He says, you misunderstand Game of Thrones, Murphy. George R.R. R. Martin has already written five out of the seven books he plans to make. When HBO finished the five written books, they continued with the story using facts that Martin told them on how the story will play out. Got it. Oh, HBO wow. will end the story in season eight. Martin will end the story in book seven in about the same place as all eight seasons on HBO. Aha. Hmm. Uh-huh. So it should all be parallel. It's just that he wants to take his time writing and not be boxed in. And they're, they're at HBO. They're talking about dollar signs. That's a lot of trust, Audience. though, to say, yeah. hey, here's what I'm, here's what I'm visualizing. Yeah. I haven't written it yet, but here's where I'm going. Yeah. Those two guys that you see, the creators of HBO of Game of Thrones on HBO, they're the only two people on the planet who know, well, I guess some of the cast and crew know, but know where George R.R. R. Martin intends for all this to end up. Because he had to tell him, he must, or they must run it past him at least, so, so they when can they say, change. yeah, 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 you're going in the right direction. So does that mean he's writing Ed Sheeran into the book? <laughs> maybe, Please maybe give that not. a break. Actually, that song was actually in the show, in the books. And the, I, I read some more on that. The Ed Sheeran character actually got killed in the books. Oh, oh, we really? couldn't stand for Sorry. Ed's blood to be shed, though. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Garrett. Look, when you, when we say something like that, and you know more about it because you're that mad of a fan. I want to hear from yeah. you. We love it, Garrett. Thank you. By the way, I am tempted to give it another shot with Jody on this, just so that you know. I only watched season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know why? I, I may he try. saw some really hot girls uh. in a Game of Thrones. I was watching the other day. <laughs> oh yeah, that. <laughs> All right. I will love hearing from you anytime. Send us an email uh, or call, text eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ, or reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Justin Bieber abruptly canceled his entire world tour. Mm-hmm. So why? Next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You hear about Justin Bieber and what he has done. Don't you give up? Nah, nah, nah. I won't give up. Nah, nah, he will give up. <laughs> okay. Um, the Beliebers, I hope I said that correctly, are upset. He has Believers canceled being his. Fans. He's canceled his Purpose World Tour with not giving much of a reason why. Mm-hmm. To just you know what he's canceling all dates. Ticket holders will get refunds for their tickets, but the venues lose out. I mean, the venues are you know set to make a lot of money one on tourism and just on concessions, concessions and all that. So the venues lose out. He canceled thirteen shows and wow. it's thirteen shows in China. Um, and his schedule well, is not... Well, China banned him, so it's true. not like he canceled. Well, he, yeah. But maybe that maybe that hurt him. Yeah. Maybe that was a thing he can't talk about. He did. He was getting out of the car, going to ride some bikes recently and play around. And uh, TMZ was there to ask him, what's up? You know, why are you canceling? Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah? Yeah. Just, just had enough of being on the road or... I, I've been on tour for two years. Yeah, that's a long stretch, right? Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to uh, some downtime. Yeah, just resting and... Get some relaxation. We're gonna ride some bikes. Nice. Any message for the fans? Uh, I love you guys. I think you guys are awesome. <clears throat> Sorry for anybody who feels like um, disappointed or betrayed. It's not my my heart or anything. And uh, have a blessed day. It makes you think that there may be some sort of management thing, some sort of underlying business thing, because his schedule 
whether he's been on tour for two years or not, is not yeah. that rigorous. He does a, a show every four or five nights right. and travels constantly. But who knows why? Yeah. Maybe you'll never know why. Not many artists do that. Not, Pull the no. plug on something that big. Usually it's only for you know health reasons or some, you know really personal reasons like Selena Gomez when she did it's it. It's really sick. Yeah. Um, he doesn't seem sick. He just seems he needs to chill. Well, like you said, it might relax. be the can- the China thing. You might be like, fine, then just stop. Can't do. But he there's so much more many other places that he could play than yeah. just that. Maybe it is a business decision. Also wanted to let you know um, something else we learned from Comic Con that. Ben Affleck says he's not hanging up his bat suit yet. Did you hear that? He says, Warner Brothers said three films. We've only done two. He says, of course, I'm going to do it again. When the bat phone rings, I'm going to answer it. Uh, yeah. All right. Nobody's going to the movies, though, but whatever. That's coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. Who's lining up to play Barbie in the Barbie movie? And we've got James Bond news. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Last hour, producer David explained to us that he wasn't so worried about his eye being a problem because his mother's a doctor. I don't. Mm-hmm. How is it that we've known David now for two years and didn't know that his mom's a doc? Didn't I knew. I knew. Well, we, David and I chat about I more I didn't stuff. Know I think. Well, coming up in the after the show podcast today, Sam and I have already predetermined what would have happened if either of our parents had been doctors. And right. It's probably a good thing that they weren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so subscribe to the podcast uh, and, and hang out with us after the show. Uh, did you guys see the picture I posted over the weekend on our Facebook page of the Big Bird clock yeah. that I spotted while taking Phoebe antique shopping? Whatever. She likes was to go to Was it antiquing old... or was it garage selling? It, it was not It was not garage selling this time. Not that everything in these stores were antiques, though. That's yeah. a funny thing. It's just one of those Well, in a lot of things. these mega antique stores, you find a lot of garage sale-ish items right. sometimes, you know? Look, oh my gosh. I, t- I take in Phoebe and two of her friends. They love to do that. They have a little money in their pockets, and they know they can afford stuff here. And I like to look, so it's a win-win situation. So I got them, you know, ices, and I had a coffee, and we're heading out. And by the time... I finally find what I'm looking for in the store, which is these great books. There were so many books in there, like coffee table books and just what I need, right? More um, books. At yeah. great prices. I was so excited to see them. They were all like, I'm ready to leave. My nose is itching because it smells yeah, old. Right. Anyway, I stumbled across the Big Bird clock and my heart started skipping a beat because I did have that very same clock. Did you? It was given to me before I started first grade to help me wake up in the morning. And this is, and I looked at it, this is exactly what it sounds like. It's me, Big Bird, and it's time to get up. Open your little eyes now. Don't roll over and go back to sleep. Come on now. One foot out of bed. Now the other one. Okay, have a nice day, and don't forget to wind the clock. Yeah. That is so sweet. I had that clock, and that's how I woke up. My brother had the Oscar the Grouch clock. <laughs> oh, I'd love that one. Yeah, well, you might need to get one. Anyway, yeah. I did not buy it. But isn't it sweet when you see something like that from your childhood? It was hard not to. Yes. Oh, and I punched it, and try, not punched it, but I pushed the buttons trying to get her to talk, but yeah. um, it didn't. It didn't work. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't buy it anyway, though. Just something that sweet. I know I, you we, don't buy stuff for stuff's sake, but... You know, I try, I'm trying to not have so much stuff. I want a, a you know, less cluttered life, so I'm not going to come on with a big bird clock. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. All right, coming up, Sam, maybe you can help me plan Murphy's big birthday uh, weekend. Oh. Do I need to plug my ears here? Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, we got another uh, front runner that's been mentioned for next year's Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, don't know if I like this one, though. Sam 
Tom's got music news. You know, when we were on vacation or maybe right before it, there was all this talk going around about Britney Spears being in talks for Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, oh. I've, I didn't yes. remember that. Yeah, and then, and then it just kind of like, nah, it's not going to happen. It went away. Right. A couple of social sites picked it up and said, you know what? Then who who do we want to see for the halftime show? And who will follow Gaga? Yeah, exactly. Tough and boots to fill. On the list. Uh, you know, getting votes was like Taylor Swift, Maroon 5, even Bon Jovi. Nice. Fun. But coming out, number one, the most requested is Queen. With Adam Lambert as the singer. Right. Why not? Why not stadium rock it out? Well, you know, maybe they're thinking with the movie, there's going to be a whole retro thing in, a, in, in Queen play. Yeah, but you don't like it? Yeah, it they're your favorite like, band, aren't they? I love them, but they're not Queen. Without Eddie Mercury? Uh, Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Why don't oh, you're I thinking of his Eddie brother? Mercury. That was his brother. Freddie Mercury. He filled in for a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, it just it just doesn't seem like the classic rock type acts have I done well. I think that you should give them a chance with Adam Lambert. They embrace him. Maybe yeah. you well, should. And the difference probably between Queen and some of the other classic rock bands that might be too old to do it now yeah. um, is that a lot of their music is sports anthem music. We will rock, we'll rock you. you. Yeah, we're right? the champions. Yes. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Anyway. I mean, you could... You could do a compilation. What do you call it? When you do a bunch, just do yeah. it, not just them. Make but them part of the roster, but not the whole roster. Paul McCartney. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, they can always get Eddie Mercury. Stop. Yeah, thanks, Sam. <laughs> All right. Guess who Harry Styles is he wants to collaborate with next? Adele. Uh, it's somebody that Justin Timberlake's collaborated with, Chris Stapleton. He just says he loves his voice. He loves his music. He doesn't want to go in a country direction. But he says he just likes the way he sounds, and he wants to have a chance to, to work with him. And a lot of the record industry insiders are saying, you know, that new album Harry has out is kind of chill and It's slow. not a pop. It's right. not well, One Direction-ish. And, he, I mean, to me, this is kind of a little bit of that Memphis blues sound. Yeah. And uh, uh, British artists have loved that sound forever, mm. since the beginning of the rock era. Yes. I think it would sound really cool. It absolutely would. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, let's put our heads together coming up for Murphy's birthday weekend, which has been proclaimed by Murphy as the whole weekend. I can't be part of the planning process, can I? Can We need to hear from you. Coming up this weekend is, well, Murphy's birthday weekend. And I've never heard him say those words until just the other day where, um, cleaning out stuff and getting clutter out of the house which certainly needs to needs to be done and um kind of getting the garage sale ready preparation yeah. prep, prep for it and i had mentioned let's do it saturday and your birthday's on monday and you said well i said i didn't want to i didn't feel like doing it on my birthday weekend mm-hmm. you know you were I, like, my birthday but, weekend but we've turned our birthdays into birth since, since my birthday's on a monday when are we you know what i mean of course the weekend's the logical time to celebrate part of it or if we're gonna do something with the family well so i was just saying that the, really the last thing i want to be doing is marking on items sitting in the carport you know what i mean well and, yeah you realize it's not just a couple hours of sitting there selling stuff because you're gonna be working friday night marking stuff i'm aware stuff you know laying stuff out i'm aware saturday morning and then when it's all done saturday it's hey let's load up the car and And, bring it somewhere and everything you're saying there is will be on my shoulders i can promise you that the last time we had a garage sale i did most of it and i'm fine with that like you would just assume let's still donate and i'm the one that's kind of pushing for a garage sale and you know why phoebe wants to do a garage sale she wants to sell stuff she wants to pass out lemonade to anybody who comes i mean i think it would be cool to do it 
We obviously don't have to do it this weekend if you don't want to. But I literally meant to be done by 12 or 1 on Saturday. And we don't have any plans for your birthday on Saturday. We have plans on Sunday. So, yeah, yeah, I, But I'm sure 12 or 1 is about the time Murphy plans on getting up <laughs> on Saturday. I won't sleep that late. Not really. It no. just seemed odd to me. I, In the back of my head, I wondered if I'd have suggested the same thing on a weekend of your birthday. Is that something you would have done? You know what I mean? Yes. Because for Jody, it's all. I, I always do the go shop, go do your thing, yeah. Mother's Day, all that kind of stuff. I would at least leave it up to you if that's something that you wanted to do. Okay. So here's the deal. It is up to you. We can do this Saturday or not. I really mean it since you, but I don't have anything planned for you Saturday. Not a thing. Okay. We have something at 2 p.m. on Sunday. I need you to leave that wide open. Okay. And that's all I'll say. Oh, it's a surprise. So you decide. So it sounds like I get, you know, the easy answer then for Saturday. (laughs) No. No. Well, that's what you're assuming. I, I kind of know how this works, so I think not I would true. be better off for me to say yes. Not <laughs> true, not true. Seriously, I don't want this to become a thing. If you do something that you don't want to do within a marriage, well, we all know you'll resent it, and then it'll come back up in weird little ways. I don't want that. Maybe it'll be a birthday tradition then that we start. Hey, uh, there we go. Okay. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Here's what happens when you give a baby a whole big thing of baby powder. That's next. <laughs> When the kids make a mess, and I mean a mess, I mean little kids, mm. huge mess, mm. it's very difficult to keep your chill, isn't it? It Sam? depends on their age. Right. I agree with Sam on that. It, it is does. because you know that when Taylor and Phoebe were much you know, younger, we actually, if it wasn't hurting anything, let them be kids because eventually they'll be too old to do that kind of stuff. Right. And so some true. of it's funny because when they're older, you can tell them. Well, yeah, I remember the time you... Right. But as, like, now, with mine being 13 and 12... That's different. You make that, you make that mess. You should know better. Well, right. and, we, and you know, when Taylor and Phoebe were, like, little bitty, remember, we would take them to certain restaurants and get them Jello just... Oh, my gosh. Just so they could play in it. Now, we cleaned up after them, yeah. so, you know, because it did make a mess, but it was a contained mess, and, you know, they had a good time. My brother worked at said restaurant, and he later informed us that on kids' night, when they had to clean up Jello, he was... <laughs> livid about it it was like you guys should stop letting kids play with jello in restaurants that's why we brought our own little one wipes yeah we brought a lot of that kind of stuff anyway this room and i want to tell you the story about the the baby with the baby powder but um this also reminds me of your sister murphy who once and and it was weird it was a story i'll never forget because your sister does not lose her cool very often she is the most level-headed even-tempered person ever probably in the whole you know in my life Mm -hmm. that i've ever known but she said when the boy her boys were little they took while she was in another room a bottle of baby oil and squirted it all over the bathroom everywhere (laughs) bathtub floor sink impossible to get up (laughs) right and she said she was so mad because she had to clean it they were kids and for her to say the words i was so mad it's not something you hear from my sister jackie ever 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 no there's this lady this national story this cute cute 18 month old girl who was playing with her baby doll who basically emptied an entire big thing of baby powder all over the room and herself and here's the mom look at mommy what did you do? Huh? Huh? Julian, how come we have a mess in the bathroom? Jeez. Are you going to clean this up? I want to help. You going to clean up? 
That's the situation right, where the mom, up. she's 18 months old, and the mom knows mm-hmm. she cannot possibly realize the consequences of what no. she has done, and probably still has and will have a film of baby powder all over those wood floors yeah. and that room forever. <laughs> Sweet thing. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I had to call our pediatrician, yeah. speaking of babies and kids, I had to call and have a discussion that kind of broke my heart. Tell you about it next. That baby powder video that's gone viral, a little girl who just, you know, played with a whole bottle of it and got mm-hmm. everywhere. It's kind of cute. I guess it's not cute if you're the one having to clean it up, but no. it sure is cute to watch, isn't yeah. it, Jody? You can check it out on our Facebook page or murphysamandjody.com. Um, you know, we also would love to hear from you if you have a kid, or even it doesn't matter the age, that got something everywhere in a room. Mm-hmm. Like your sister, Murphy, with when her kids were small, they put baby oil all over the bathroom. And as a kid, I don't remember Ugh. doing anything that I made a terrible mess. I mean, I, maybe I would. Maybe my dad could remind me of one of those, but I don't recall doing anything I don't like either. that. We had markers on the wall. Yeah. Markers and crayon. Did they come off? No. Still there, huh? Yeah. Paint it over it, huh, Sam? It's called paneling. But if you have a big mess moment, share it with us, uh, 877-310-4MSJ or on Instagram or Facebook. Um, You know, our girls are getting older, Sam, Murphy and I's daughters, and and Taylor's 15, almost 16, about to have that birthday. I can't believe it. It's a big birthday. Yeah, sweet 16. It's a big birthday. Um, And then Phoebe is 12. Yep. And so we've been seeing the same pediatrician for all these years, and you know him. He's a lovely man. Mm -hmm. I love him. Like, he is a part of our family. He was there for me. I interviewed him when I was pregnant with Taylor, and I said, what do I need to be asking you? And he said, you just need to make sure you're comfortable with me. And since that time, he has always been there for us in so many ways. He became a family friend also. Yeah. However, as they get older, they have both talked to me about this. When they have to go to the doctor for whatever reason, there have been times when we see him and times when we see other people that he works with in his practice. You know how that goes. Right. You end up seeing someone, an associate of theirs. They've seen the female associate and they feel very comfortable with her because she's a female. Yeah. And so on the way home from the doctor's office the other day, they both talked to me about the fact that, you know, we love Dr. B, but... We do feel more comfortable with the lady. That makes sense, I think. I know. As you get older, older and self-conscious, yeah. yeah. I know. And I'm I'm going to put their needs, I'm going to honor my relationship with them first and put their needs, what they need first. And because I understand and agree, I'm not going to force them to go to Dr. B because I love him, mm-hmm. you know. So I felt like I owed him a phone call. So I want you to know I did call him yesterday and I explained to him, you're still going to see us. But not every time. And my guess is he probably made that so easy for you and did, comforting, you know. He did, but he reminded me that he has four daughters. He says huh. it does happen, though. He yeah. says that it does happen to where he gets the female doctors, you know, male patients, too. So there's a, a flip-flopping that sometimes does happen, yeah. depending on what the kids are comfortable with. So that's been done. And he was so sweet about it, so much so that I want to go see him today. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, we may get a live-action Barbie movie. See who's lining up to step in those shoes. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, follow me, guys. M. Night Shyamalan's upcoming thriller called Glass is a sequel to two previous M. Night Shyamalan movies, Split and Unbreakable. Right. Okay. Now, Unbreakable was years ago. Split was, what, a couple years ago? <clears throat> a year ago, a year ago, I want to yeah. say it was recent. So scary sounding, and it was when when he first talked about it being a sequel. It to was like two oh, movies. Two movies. How, how's this going to work together? Well, in the mind of M Night Shyamalan, is how it's going to work. Yeah, man, it'll be 
freaky if at the end of this one it's all just a imagine imagination thing anyway bruce willis was in unbreakable bruce willis will be in this one so will samuel l jackson james mcavoy and sarah paulson has joined sarah paulson of course from american horror story oj the uh, people versus oj simpson where she won a lot of awards for playing marcia clark she's ridiculously talented Mm -hmm. she's so good she's joined this movie it's called glass so they're working on it. It'll be, well, it won't be here till 2019 early. Right. Okay. Uh, moving on to, remember we had talk of a Barbie live action motion picture? No, I don't remember yes. that. And Amy Schumer was going to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She but she gonna, backed out, didn't she? She backed out due to scheduling conflicts. I don't know if that's real bad or, script. or they just didn't, couldn't agree on who Barbie was going to be because if you put Amy Schumer in that, it's yeah. all of a sudden a snarky and it's, it's her humor. Right. Now they're in talks with Anne Hathaway. For the lead in the Barbie live action movie. She can do anything. She can do action. She can do drama. Remember, she won an Academy Award for Les Mis. I dreamed a dream in time gone by. That just makes it sound like something completely different, though. Like, if you're Amy Schumer, okay, this is going to be a funny, make fun of Barbie movie. But remember, though, that Anne Hathaway can do that. She was 99 in the... Get Smart movie. Get Smart movie. And that was a funny action thing. I kind of think she can do anything. And James Bond news. Are you ready? The 25th James Bond movie. We have a date now. We'll get it in November of 2019. Not soon enough for me. Man. And I know. But Daniel Craig, they're they're not saying there's anyone else. Right. We don't have confirmation 110% sure, but it's Daniel Craig. Maybe his last. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30. Why did Justin Bieber just quit his world tour? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Well, I did something uh, really dangerous in my kitchen, and I never thought could happen. That's coming up just after 8. So what was the biggest, possibly the cutest mess, but the biggest mess that your kids ever made, or maybe that's happened recently? Love to hear from you, 877-310-4MSJ. Jody had posted a, a video that was going viral of a girl, little girl, how old was she, Jody? 18 months? 18 months old. Playing with a whole big old bottle of uh, baby powder. <laughs> and of course, it went everywhere. All of it. it Every cute. single grain, if it, you could consider baby powder a grain. Yeah. yeah. Do you um, know that Pyrex can break? Well, um, yeah. It's not supposed to break. Well, yeah. I, well, Pyrex is not supposed to break when you cook in it, but if you drop it, it absolutely can break. Yeah. I dropped it before and it didn't break. Yeah, well, you were lucky. I, no. found, I found that out yesterday. Oh, no, I have Sam. A, a Pyrex pie plate that, like, if I'm doing frying foods or whatever, that's my plate to put my okay. dry in. To, Don't use it for what it's for, but yeah. Yeah. You know, I've never used it for a pie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, after I washed it and everything, I was putting all the, the, the dishes away and it slipped out of my hand. And hit the floor. Ouch. And, you know, when I drop stuff in the kitchen, like when you drop your smartphone and stuff, I, I, for some reason, to me, it's instinct. I put my foot out or my shin oh, to try to, no. to catch yeah. it, to keep it from breaking on the floor. No, and, I don't do that. Well, this it didn't. I didn't get my foot out and you know quick enough for this pie, pie plate. So Good. It, it hit the floor. And it went, it was, boy, man, I wish I'd have had a microphone because it was, it the sounded shatter. so great. <laughs> it didn't look good, didn't look but it great, was like, yeah. mess. so, and I, you know, you yeah. have shards of glass everywhere. Yeah, I did. I let a couple words fly, dog went running and it's like, Poor oh, baby. and I, I was barefoot at the time. Of course. And, Ooh. you know, I tried Trapped. to make a nice, <laughs> ca- nice, 
safe steps to get to the broom, and, and I didn't, and I wound up stepping on a couple uh, of pieces. So I've got a couple uh, scars this morning, but I just never realized that, that Pyrex broke. I always right. thought Pyrex was one of those things that you could do anything to well, it. That's how they sold it, because it's not supposed to be... It's it's indestructible when cooking with it, well, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's what's interesting to me about that, because I never read it to be... If It's glass. If you drop it, it's going to break. I just thought it was special glass that didn't break. It's special glass because you can cook, and it can go to high and low temperatures quickly, and it won't break with that, with the cooking use. Right. But I, I never thought that it was something that wouldn't break. That just means their marketing was good, right? Their marketing is <laughs> if great. If you believe that. Exactly. Yeah, because I, but, all this time I've been cooking, I've always thought, and I've dropped Pyrex before, and it doesn't break. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, don't ever stick your foot out. That my brother did that a long time ago. He tried to catch something with his knee. It was a bowl. It broke on his knee, and he got stitches. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just let it fall and break. You're not going to save it. Yeah. You hurt yourself anyway. Walking, Bruce Willis, <laughs> just like in Die Hard. Right. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So producer David's eye has been red here for like almost two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Why he chose to go to his mom and not the doctor? That's next. Producer David's eye has been kind of gunky for a week or two, um, and I know that's not a real diagnosis. Well, it was like red and puffy, and I feel like a fool because I didn't notice it for a couple of days. While when we got back from vacation, mm-hmm. David always had his head turned slightly to the left, uh-huh. and it's the Strategically. left eye. So it's like Jody's like, "Wow, did you see David's I eye?" I noticed like, it. No. Oh yeah, when y'all were out, producer Bailey came in, and I was like, I just turned and looked at him. My eyes just gooing with Ugh. you know mm. tears yeah. and stuff, not from pain. Yeah. But I was like, I have to leave. It's so sensitive to light and. As a sunrise in the morning, we're our morning oh, show. And it gets worse and worse, and oh, I feel you on that. Okay, so the funny thing to me is that you haven't gone to the doctor yet because your mom is a doctor, yeah, and you always want her to see, <laughs> you know, what's up with that first. I know it makes you sound like a little mama's boy. Dave's got to go to well, his mom first, wait, but <laughs> I would do that. Well, there's a built-in trust, yeah. Yeah, I would if I had a yeah. dentist in the family and uh-huh. I had a dental problem, I'd call family first. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't take advantage. But I would still ask. Hey, it's free. Yeah. Not necessarily. Well, with your mom, it's free. Yeah. Mom is free. Yeah. My only concern is if she's a doctor, why would she let you wait until you could finally see her instead of getting like immediate attention? Did you take a picture and send it to her? Or She didn't. I was kind of being stubborn at first and I didn't know what was wrong. I was like, oh, just get some drops, you know, because I told her, I was like, hey, my eyes irritating me. Like, what's wrong? And she was like, well, just get some drops for now. See if that'll clear it up. And I did, and I was just putting it off, putting it off. And she's the one that actually, she called me the other day. She's like, how's your eye? And I was like, it, it feels better for the drops, but it still looks awful. And yeah. then she's like, well, you need to make an appointment. Red so flag I did, to her. While I was back home this weekend, anyway. She got to look at I got, it. Yeah, she got to look at it. And so she uh, prescribed what she thinks needs to be done. But she, okay. I, I might as well wait for the doctor's, my eye doctor's appointment. That's like a positive double whammy because you've already got the whole mama bear thing, you know, mm-hmm. mama taking care of a son <laughs> and a doctor on top of that. I still think it's awesome for that, for her to be in the family. Man, wish yeah. I could call your mom. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Your email answered in the producer's mailbag. Apparently, we got something wrong about Game of Thrones and mm. somebody's not having it. We love hearing from you. In fact, join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or you can reach out on Instagram or Facebook. The Producers Mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, Jody, yesterday in one of your Hollywood Outsiders, you revealed that the author of Game of Thrones, George R.R. Martin, will be releasing new books. Yeah, he said it was trending this weekend that he's releasing another book. Winds of Winter mm. in 2018 and possibly even another one later in the same year. 
So two more books coming soon. After the winds of winter. That's right. Well, then, Murphy, you mentioned that something about HBO might have to change things because he's making new books and, you know, they're going to add new seasons or add some stuff to it. Well, yeah, I mean, I was all confused. I thought the book series was done. HBO said, no problem, we'll continue on. Ah, Well, Garrett is going to explain things to clear things up for you. Yay, okay. He says, you misunderstand Game of Thrones, Murphy. George R.R. Martin has already written five out of the seven books he plans to make. When HBO finished the five written books, they continued with the story using facts that Martin told them on how the story will play out. Got it. HBO will end the story in season eight. Martin will end the story in book seven in about the same place as all eight seasons on HBO. Hmm. Uh Aha. So it should all be parallel. It's just that he wants to take his time writing and not be boxed in. And they're they're at HBO. They're talking about dollar signs. That's a lot of trust, though, to say, hey, here's what I'm I'm visualizing. I haven't written it yet, but here's where I'm going. Those two guys that you see, the creators of HBO uh, of Game of Thrones on HBO, they're the only two people on the planet who know, I, well, I guess some of the cast and crew know, but know where George R.R. R. Martin intends for all this to end up. Because he had to tell them. He must, or they must run it past him at least. So, so they when can they say, change. Yeah, 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 you're going in the right direction. So does that mean he's writing Ed Sheeran into the book? <laughs> Maybe, Please maybe give that not. a break. Actually, that song was actually in the show, in the books. And the, I, I read some more on that. The Ed Sheeran character actually got killed in the books. Oh, oh, we really? couldn't stand for Sorry. Ed's blood to be shed, though. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Garrett. Look, when you, when we say something like that, and you know more about it because you're that mad of a fan. I want to hear from yeah. you. We love it, Garrett. Thank you. By the way, I am tempted to give it another shot with Jody on this, just so that you know. I only watched season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know why? I, I may you try. saw some really hot girls uh, in a Game of Thrones I was watching the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. <laughs> All right. I will love hearing from you anytime. Send us an email uh, or call, text 877-310-4MSJ or reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Justin Bieber up and cancels his tour yep. and has a message for his fans about it. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Justin Bieber has canceled his Purpose World Tour without giving much of a reason. Don't you give up? Nah, nah, nah. I won't give he had up. lots of nah, dates nah, left nah, to play. Well, he got kicked out of China, so. He got banned out of China. It was like 13 or 14 shows. This yeah. tour has already made like $200 million, though, and there was more money to be made. Yeah. Ticket holders will get, you know, a re- a refunds for mm-hmm. their tickets. It's the venues that really, I guess, kind of lose out. He didn't give much of a reason. He says he does need to relax and rest because he's been touring for two straight years. And uh, they caught up to him on the street the other day. Uh, I love you guys. I think you guys are awesome. <clears throat> Sorry for anybody who feels like um, disappointed or betrayed. It's not my, my heart or anything. And uh, have a blessed day. Maybe he's just tired. Maybe. Sorry for anybody who feels betrayed. It's not in my heart. I guess meaning I didn't mean to hurt you by canceling my tour. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Sam shattered a Pyrex dish into a million pieces. It was an accident. Not on purpose. How many cuts on your foot? I have a couple. And I like one little tiny shard got in between my two toes. Ah, Ouch. Ouch. Uh, So so small and so painful. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting. Well, two things that are interesting to me. Number one is that that you thought a Pyrex disc was indestructible if yeah. it hit the ground. I get that they're indestructible. I mean, they're designed to be temperature, and an ind- indestructible is the wrong word for that, but it's, what do they call it, temperate heat? I don't temper- know what they like call that. it. But and it, it can go from hot to cold, no problem, and doesn't right. break in the oven. But yeah, it's still we call glass. call it indestructible. It's still glass at the end of the day. Um, but the second thing is, I want to make sure that you use my little trick for any remaining shards. You know what you do. <laughs> 
and I've, I, I take the, I, I use a Swiffer, the bottom of a Swiffer, turn it upside down now, and layer out duct tape with the sticky side out. And then when you drag it across the floor, it picks up any glass shards. Hmm. Duct tape cannot help but pick up glass. Yeah, because it you know sticks. And you might have to do it a couple of times since you've got pets like we do and hairs all over the place. Oh, you know. Have you ever thought of patenting this thing? Oh, no, man. maybe I should. I mean, yeah. Miracle duct tape, man. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it was a DIY that I saw online one time, and I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea because it's better than running your hand across the ground to see if you yeah, get it all, yeah. and absolutely better than your foot picking it up again. Yeah. So try that tonight. Yeah. Okay. Get any remaining shards since you've already got two cuts, two Murphy's, battle scars. Murphy's always on shard patrol after glass is broken. <laughs> Mr. Safety. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. The surprise character from Stranger Things that mm-hmm. got an Emmy nomination. That's next. Probably for us, the most talked about moment at Comic-Con was getting the Stranger Things 2 trailer for mm-hmm. season two. So good. So scary. Like, I'm going to have to be brave and have somebody's hand to hold to watch this season. I oh, think it no. It looks more scary with poor Will. Anyway, I want to talk about Barb because Barb <laughs> from Stranger Things, actress Shannon Purser is her name, yeah. was at Comic-Con and she was kind of a hit. I was wondering if Barb is going to be in season two. <laughs> Yeah, I can answer that. No. <laughs> well, what's funny is they started taking questions from the audience, and she stood up in the audience. Yeah, and, it's and like, then ah. they brought her on stage, and she asked. She was planted there, yeah. of course. Um, she has received an unexpected Emmy nomination as for guest actress in a drama series. Hmm. Do you know there was such a category? No, there not. is. It's not one that they celebrate like on the show, but she has an Emmy nomination. Yeah, I'm sorry if you're voting. She needs to win that. She has been so talked about, such a big deal. Um, by the way, the Emmy's coming up, 69th annual in September in September, on CBS, hosted by Stephen Colbert. Because life has a bazillion interruptions every single minute of every single day. Uh, we've got the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast to make it easy for you to catch up on your schedule. And when you subscribe, it's something extra we do called After the Show. After the Show. Which we're going to be doing here in just a few minutes. Yeah, you guys want to discuss what it would be like if your mom were a doctor? Even though well, I can tell you what producer. Sam and I would not do. That's I think right. he and I agree if, if our parents... Because Producer David, we found out his mother is a doctor today. Yeah. What we wouldn't do if our parents were. That's an after the show. 